www.thepatriotsocialist.org. This is Generation Justice. I'm Jonathan Alonzo. Generation Justice is a multimedia movement that trains youth to harness the power of media for social change. And I'm Jakia Fuller. Tonight we are shining some light on the organizations that are working to keep our community healthy, empowered, and engaged. We will hear from John Acosta and Joseph Vigil from Free Association UNM about how they are raising awareness for mental health. We will also chat with Taylin Reed from Young Women United to hear about Gen Z Vote, which is a youth-led initiative to bring voting information to young New Mexican voters. And we'll get the scoop on all the awesome events going on in our community. It's going to be a schnazzy show, and we'll kick it all off with some music. Here is Young by Frankie Cosmos. With this I'm scraping by As we all know, 2016 is an election year, and for this reason, Young Women United's Circle of Strength program is launching Gen Z Vote. Gen Z Vote is a collaborative project to get young people, especially those turning 18, registered to vote and to make their voices be heard. The project is youth-led and will include a social media campaign using the hashtag Gen Z Vote. Now, here's Tamara Kalaki with Taylor Reed, who is one of the youth leaders at Gen Z Vote. My name is Tamara Kalaki, and I am honored to be here with Tylen Reed. She is a senior at Amy Bill Charter High School and currently interns with Young Women United, where she works on several projects, including an exciting new one called Gen Z Vote. Welcome to Generation Justice. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> and to start off, could you tell us more about yourself? Well, again, my name is Taylen Reed. I go to Amy Bill Charter High School. I'll be graduating in the next two months. I've been working in the social justice community for about two years now. Um, I started off in Circle of Strength, uh, which is the youth group at Young Moon United. Do you also tell us what the Circle of Strength is? Well, the Circle of Strength is girls 13 to 18 from different high schools and middle schools. Um, and we are all self-identified um, young women of color. Uh, we gather on Fridays to organize on areas of reproductive justice. So we'll go over a curriculum about the history of reproductive justice and um, the actual creation of Young Women United here in Albuquerque. Some of our current projects are a youth health access app, which enables like a player through an online game to navigate clinics and school-based health centers and accessing different kinds of health care as a young person. So those are some of our projects. <laughs> Can you please describe Gen Z Vote? Generation Z Vote uh, is a new project that I kind of <laughs> came up with. Uh, the idea came from a tweet that essentially said, young people need to get over the mentality that our vote doesn't count. And then from there spiraled this idea that we should be inspiring young people in our community 
to be voting and to register to vote. And they need to be aware of the process that it's not, oh, you just fill out a ballot and put it in a box and your voice is heard. It's uh, far more systematic than that. Um, there's been a long history of restrictions on voting rights. There's been a long history of um, our voices not being heard. And so this is an opportunity that not only do we need to understand educationally, but we need to be able to advocate for ourselves when it comes down to the primary election. And here in New Mexico, the primary is closed, which means you must be identified with a certain party. But we also have another great opportunity as young people in New Mexico. If you are 17, you can vote in the primary election as long as you are 18 by the full election of our president, which happens in November. If you're 18 by that date and you're currently 17, you can vote in June. And that's something that not a lot of people know, not a lot of students know. I feel like in school we're taught, again, this idea that you just fill out a ballot and put it in a box and the president is selected and that's not how it works. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so Generation Z um, is my generation. Um, and as the graduating class, a lot of people have called me hopeful and <laughs> rebellious in my ideals, but I feel like we can really make a change. This is just the start. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> and could you tell us a little bit more about what the goals of the project are? A lot of campaigns right now, specifically with certain candidates, are oriented on social media and are targeting young people. And as a young person, the project isn't about voting for a certain person. The project is about acknowledging and honoring our voice and the opportunity and the movement that it has taken to get to this position. So our current goals are to get over 50 Instagram posts, to get over 50 tweets, and to have six community outreach presentations and the first will be happening on april 9th at warehouse 508 yeah. sounds fun I'm, <laughs> I'm excited and it sounds like you're really engaging with a lot of folks in the community why do you feel that is important well there's a message at young women united and i i think it's a message that a lot of social justice organizations take but it's for and by the people right us in our positions and in our intersectionality of the community um, know our experiences like no one else. And if those experiences aren't included, we're not going to succeed. We need to have as full as a picture as we can because that's what our communities are. They're full. They're alive. And that needs to be a part of this process. I feel like a lot of campaigns previous to this, especially to get young people to vote, are candidates' ways of taking advantage of us. They're candidates' ways of saying, oh, look, we've got a crew full of kids of color that are supporting us. You should too. Well, this isn't about that. This is, we've got ourselves, <laughs> and we're supporting ourselves, and it's our right. And as a young person of color, why is voting important to you? Voting hasn't always been our right. You know, existing as equals has not always been our right. And as a young woman of color, that extends even further. And again, having a pretty decent grasp on the history of reproductive justice and the history of how far we've come, my voice is my strongest tool. It is my strongest asset. And being able to vocalize my position is something that no one can take away from you. It's, it's why we have music. It's why we have art. It's why we have rap. It's the outlet to our soul. It's, it's our sound. And that's unique. And I think that's... That was the original idea behind voting, and there has been some corruption. There has been some 
some interesting stuff going on in the polls and how how we are able to articulate ourselves now. But I think the message goes for all young people and people in general that our vote counts. And what is your message for other young people? The mentality that we can't make an impact is one that is wrong. I'm I'm not saying that you know, we need to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. I'm not saying to fall for that dream or fall for those sorts of things, but you do have a strength within you. We all do. And in communities, especially our communities, that shines. And at the end of the day, these are the people that we rely on. These are the people that we will thrive with. And there's no reason you can't be a part of that. And I know I know a lot of young people that are really afraid to speak. They're really mellow, they're really coy, they're really shy and set back in their ways. And even then, you're part of our community in in your own unique way. And so the idea of Gen Z is to be inclusive and that that includes you <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it because like you said, there's a lot of people that are afraid to speak, and I used to be one of those people. So thank you for inspiring us to keep <gasps> speaking up. And for those young people who might not quite be at the voting age, how can they participate? Well, we always need educators in our community. We always need young people inspiring other young people. It's easier to receive that message when it's myself telling it. You know, it's it's not some some hard, callous person um, that's outside of my community that I might never have heard of educating me about something that's not nice and has a dark history that they might not be able to relate to. So in our position as young people, um, after educating ourselves and really getting in touch with our peers, we get that message across the best. And so it doesn't matter what your age is. I remember when I was little, like, my mom would read books to me about voting and like all of these ideas and like, hey, you could be president one day. Hey, you could do this. Hey, you could do that. And like that inspiration still lives in our young people. And I know it does. And voting is just like one of those pillars. It's like the coming of age. And one day you'll be there. And I hope you're in a position where you're you're ready to articulate and your community supports um, what you need to vocalize. Definitely. And um, is there anything else you would like to add? Well, I'd like to do a shout out to some of the other collaborators. We've got um, Together for Brothers. Uh, Robin has been coming. Um, we've got Patrick from SWAP, Southwest Organizing Project. Uh, Amarisa, Rosie from New Mexico Forum for Youth, and countless other organizations, including school-based health center representatives. So they've inspired me, and it's their support that means that we can keep moving forward. I'm so happy that you have come here to tell us more about why you feel voting is important. I, I'm very inspired by what you've shared, so I really appreciate everything that you've shared with us. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for opening up the space, and I think it's great that our community, again, supports like such an articulate space where young people can share this, so I'm honored. Thanks again for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Taylin, for telling us about that awesome project. I think that it is very important for young people to speak up and get their voices heard. And I think that it's a great idea to take to social media for topics like this. I really like how you emphasize the fact that it is extremely important for people of color to vote, especially on the topics that will greatly impact our communities. 
I agree. Thank you for sharing your current project with us. It was very informative and exciting. I love the concept of the circle of strength that you are a part of because it's amazing that you all meet up and research and inform yourselves on various topics that are going on in our community. Gen Z vote is important because you're inspiring young people to vote, advocate, and inform themselves, which is a very important skill to have. Now we'll hear Everything is Everything by Lauren Hill. Finding help for mental health can sometimes be overwhelming. That's one reason why our hashtag NMSpeaksCrisis campaign focuses on access to quality behavioral health care for all. That's right, Jonathan. And because mental health is so important for everyone, including students, Free Association UNM is also working to make sure their peers have access to the mental health resources that they need. Free Association will be sponsoring a mental health fair later this week on April 5th. Here to tell us more is Joseph Vigil and John Acosta of Free Association UNM, speaking with Kateri Zuni. I'm Kateri Zuni, and I'm joined by Joseph Vigil and John Acosta, co-presidents of Free Association UNM, which works to inform students of mental health resources on UNM's campus. Welcome to Generation Justice. Can I have both of you introduce yourselves? Thank you. My name is Joseph Vigil, and I'm a senior here at UNM studying psychology. I have an AA in psychology already, and I'm working towards graduate school at New Mexico Highlands University for School of Social Work. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, thanks to Generation Justice and Roberta and George and you, Catery, and all you guys that, that are working here. My name is John Acosta, and I am a journalism student, communication and journalism senior, and I also work at Encuentro as a community media trainer. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, guys. Can you tell me a little bit more about Free Association UNM? I sure can. Free Association is a student organization, and we've been on campus for about a year now, and we focus on mental health resources and bridging the gap between mental health resources and those resources being received by UNM students. What are some of the obstacles you've noticed that students face in getting mental health help on campus? We're looking at a lack of volunteers that are coming out to do this type of work. Although there are many volunteers through many organizations on campus, there still seems to be a shortage of, of volunteers um, as far as spreading mental health resources. You do see a good amount of volunteers um, coming out for the different institutions that we do work with. So that is a positive. I think uh, one of the obstacles that we've been noticing too is fear, fear in the students. You know, this kind of stuff is very personal, so it's it's hard to get students that are seeking help to come out and actually, you know, look for that help. So that's why we're going to, to different classes, and that's why we're trying to present, because we're trying to, you know, show them the human side, that, hey, we, you know, we're here. Take because some of that we, fear away. Yeah, because we care, and we want to help out, you know, just like you guys be behavioral health heroes. With our 
NM Speaks Crisis campaign, that's definitely one of the the issues that we identified with just the behavioral health system in general is that there's a lot of fear, like you said, but also stigma mm-hmm. attached to seeking mental health help and needing it as well. What are some of the ways that you guys try to work past that? We just try to be relatable. You know, I've been through, you know, depression episodes and I think many of us have and we don't really like to show that story but when I show that side of me people are always so you know they don't look at me differently and instead they they try to they try to help out everybody that I've told you know my story which aren't a lot of people right but they come from a very caring heart and I think that that's the thing that we try to we try to be like I said relatable and we try to identify with each and everybody that's suffering through any type of illness, especially mental health illness. That's great. So can you tell me a little bit about the mental health fair that's coming up? The mental health fair is a fair that's going to be going on April 5th between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. It's a fair that brings together organizations on campus to work at providing mental health resources to the community. We're working with several agencies here on campus and some off campus as well. Yeah, and uh, those uh, those agencies are SHAC. SHAC is going to be there, which is Student Health and Counseling here on campus. Also, the Agora Crisis Center is going to be tabling. Also, CASA, which focuses on uh, addiction, addiction problems. And uh, there's also going to be other agencies. We're trying to get uh, the Affordable Care Act, Lower Respect as well. Um, Lobo Assess- Accessibility Center. That sounds great. Um, is this something that's open to the public, or is it just UNM students? Well, we're targeting UNM students, but it's open to the public, of course. Okay. Yeah. And how can people get involved with Free Association UNM? You guys can email us at freeassociationunm at UNM. .edu. Also follow us on Facebook, on our social media, on Twitter. Our Facebook uh, page is Free Association UNM. And like us so you can see all of our updates and any further events that we plan on, on organizing. So is there anything else that either of you would like to mention? Come to the fair, have fun. We're having some music at the fair. We're having snacks and drinks. It's going to be a good time come out and get some resources and see what it's all about. Yeah, and just thanks again to all of your hard work at Generation Justice. And we've been following you guys. We've been following your your journey. Um, You know, we went to the town hall, the behavioral um, health town hall, and we think it's great that you guys are taking initiative. And, um, yeah, keep doing what you do because it's really work that is that is needed. Great, and thank you guys so much for taking the time to speak with us, and I appreciate your work here on campus. Thank Thank you, you, Katery. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph and John, for sharing information about Free Association UNM. I'm glad that you're aiming to bridge the gap between mental health resources and resources being received. I appreciate that you are connecting with people on a relatable level because it is difficult seeking resources for mental health. Thank you, guys. I think that mental health is one of the most important topics today, especially here in New Mexico. 
I have a lot of friends and family that have suffered from traumatic events in their lifetime that later led to things like depression and bipolar disorder. And most of those events took place in their childhood when they needed help the most. And just the fact that you guys are trying to bridge that gap and include youth in the conversation is incredible. Thanks so much for what you are doing. Now we'll get into some more music. Here is Surf There More by Los Blenders and Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And stay tuned for our community calendar. There's always plenty of interesting things happening around town. Here are Tamra Kalake and Yosef Amir, this week's community calendar host, to let us know what's going on around New Mexico. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another jam-packed community calendar. I'm Tamara Kalake. And I'm Yosef Amir. What do we have first, Tamara? It's a good one. Monday, April 4th, that's tomorrow, Together for Brothers will be hosting a skateboarding competition for young men of color. This event will be from 6 to 8 p.m. at Warehouse 508 at 508 1st Street in Albuquerque. Together for Brother works with boys and men of all colors to build power, demand justice, and create change. They'll have a game of skate and a hippie jump competition, food, prizes, and more. Helmets are required for the event, and some will be provided by Warehouse 508, as well as some skateboards. That sounds awesome. For more information, email Christopher at TogetherForBrothers.org or search for Together for Brothers on Facebook. If you would rather keep your feet on the ground, you can check out this next event at the Lensic Performing Arts Center. It's a reading and conversation with Middle East scholar Juan Cole and writer and activist Phyllis Bennis. Cole has written extensively on modern Islamic movements and will talk about the Middle East, highlighting ISIS and recent developments in the region. This will be followed by a conversation with Phyllis Bennis. This reading is on Wednesday, April 6th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Lansing Performing Arts Center, which is located at 211 West San Francisco Street in Santa Fe. Please call 505-988-1234 for more information. Should be interesting. Let's see what we have next. Well, Tamara, if you're a believer that water is life, then this next event is for you. I sure am a believer, Yusuf. Water has always been sacred to my family and I. As a landowner who depends greatly on water, I must always protect it. Great. My family also feels greatly about water. That's good to hear that we feel the same. Reframing Resources, Water in a Contemporary Pueblo World is a four-part lecture series, and part one is this Thursday, April 7th, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. 
Hey, that's even on my birthday. I am definitely excited about this one, especially because the lecture will be led by Porter Swensel of Santa Clara Pueblo. This lecture looks at the role of scholarship in the lives of our communities and how to overcome issues of water quality and scarcity. To find out more about this awesome educational series, please contact the Pueblo Indian Cultural Center at 505-843-7270. Hey, since we're both passionate about protecting the water environment, this next gathering is something we'll both enjoy. That's great. What's it called? It's called Amplify, a celebration of conversation and community. Have you heard about this event, Tamara? Oh yeah, of course. I also heard it will be perfect for those who feel passionate about protecting, protecting the environment too. This gathering will be held on Thursday, April 7, 2016 from 5 to 7 p.m. The gathering will be held on the Casablanca Room at Hotel Andalus on 125 2nd Street, Northwest Albuquerque. It is great to see our communities of color come together to spearhead the environmental justice movement here in New Mexico. I agree, Yusuf, and it is also great that we celebrate our community with performances by some of Albuquerque's most beloved artists and vocal leaders who are working to amplify the collective voices of all New Mexicans through their powerful words and actions. Featured speakers include Maggie Toulouse Oliver, who is the Bernalillo County Clerk, Hakeem Bellamy, who is the inaugural Poet Laureate, and Andrea Serrano, who is Miss Foundation, for Women Public Voices Fellow. There will, also, there will also be a special message from U.S. Representative Michelle Lujan Grisham. For more information, you can contact Aviva Crichton at 505-992-8683. You can also send an email to info at cvnm.org. Hey, Tamara, do you like film? Of course, I live for film. Then you'll love our next event, which is a film screening of Trapped on April 10th at 7 p.m. Oh, I heard about that one. It follows the struggles of the clinic workers and lawyers fighting to keep abortion safe and legal for millions of American women. Yeah, and is also co-presented by UNM Nursing Students for Choice, Planned Parenthood, New Mexico, and Respect New Mexico Woman. The screening will be held at the Guild Cinema at 3405 Central Avenue Northeast. Again, it's on Sunday, April 10th at 7 p.m. For more information, contact Rachel Maestas at rmaestas at aclu-nm.org. Our last event here this evening is UNM Korea's Club's Amazing Race event on April 23rd from 10 a.m. to noon. The Korea Club's mission is to connect people interested in Korea and the Korean language with other enthusiasts and Korean native speakers. The club advocates a Korean language program at UNM and raises awareness about the two Koreas. Topics of interest include food and culture. This exciting race will be held on UNM campus and teams will have passports to collect stamps and points by completing the different challenges. Please register by April 6th with Krista Vera at unmkorea at gmail.com. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Tamara Kalaki. And I'm Yusuf Armour. Thanks for joining us for this week's community calendar. Now back to our hosts. Thank you, Yusuf and Tamara, for those updates. Now back to the music. Here is What Am I Going to Do With Myself by Al Green 
followed by Borrowers by Mahalia. Unfortunately, we have reached the end of tonight's program. We'd like to thank Joseph V. Hill and John Acosta from Free, from Free Association UNM and Taylor Reed from Young Women United and Gen Z Vote for sharing all the great work you do for our community. We'd also like to thank Yusuf Armour and Tamara Kalaki for keeping us up to date on community events. And a shout out to Kamaria Umi for engineering this evening's show. Production assistance for tonight's show came from Katie Zuni, George Luna Pena, Tamara Kalaki, Christina Rodriguez, Polly Deneclaw, Jennifer Lim, Alden Bruce, and Roberta Rail. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We are also active on social media, so be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Calm Alma Health Foundation, and of course all of you, who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned, and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. I'm Jakia Fuller. And I'm Jonathan Alonso. Before we end the night, we leave you with more music. Here is Panic at the Disto Disco featuring fun. Come on. It's getting late and I can't seem to find my way home tonight. Feels like I'm falling down a rapid hole. Falling for forever, wonderfully wandering alone. What would my head be like if not for my shoulders or without your smile? May I follow you forever, may I never leave you to sleep in the storm. Maybe stay lost on our way.
brother? Uh, What's up? This is a hey, big party, man. Yeah, I brother, like, like, stop right on. <laughs> hey, man, what's up?